We're in a situation where we have put together, and you guys did, did it for our administration, the President Obama's administration before this. We have put together, I think, the most extensive and inclusive voter fraud organization in the history of American politics. I don't care if you think I'm Satan reincarnated. The latest on an alleged plan to assassinate Donald Trump. This man grabbed by police at a packed rally in Las Vegas. And ABC's Pierre Thomas has new details in Washington. Weighing up the mood of conservative America in a gun show in West Virginia. Among the rifle racks and ammunition, there's anger and dark talk of looming conflict. We are witnessing a radicalization of libertarians all across the country. We have just received word that Libertarian Death Squad is a human. We have come to take our country back. We're also worried that civil war could be on the way back. Her son, 19-year-old Horace Lorenzo Anderson, was shot and killed inside the then cop-free zone that persisted for weeks on Capitol Hill. Afghanistan now inevitable? No, it is not. It's taken just four weeks for that statement to be proved so um, spectacularly and alarmingly wrong. Reality, thousands of miles away, is now on him. China is urging its citizens not to travel abroad as it struggles to contain the virus. We will be standing up Christmas Island as a quarantine. Go Brandon, I agree. Hey, by the way, China are you are now banned from entering the country. Christmas Island today declared that the coronavirus Name three things that don't hang themselves. That's what the American people think. Good morning, and welcome back to Inside Four Walls. will be the afternoon, eh, afternoon by the time you hear this episode. Let me just start by saying, ANCAP wet dream going on right now in the social media game. Like, absolutely. You have Elon Musk taking over Twitter, True Social with Donald Trump, and then now you got this. Kanye West woke up and said to the world, fuck around and find out. The world fucked around, and Kanye is helping them find out the only way Jesus fucking can. Jesus. In the last 48 hours, Kanye has absolutely upended the entire world. I'm sorry. Yay. You know what? No. I'm sorry. I'm an OG Kanye fan. I'm going to keep it to, to Kanye. I'm not going to do the yay thing. Plus, if you're going to use this old-ass picture of uh, of Kanye, uh, I'm going to just call him Kanye. Rappers change their names a lot. I'm not going to act like this is something we should normalize. Formally. Artist formerly known as Kanye. Artist formerly known as Prince Charles. But yes, so... Kanye West to buy social media app Parler. Now, 
Parlor's an app that I, I, I plugged early on in my like early ass episodes, but I kind of abandoned the app because first the servers go down right after Janu- after the January six riots happen. Uh, Amazon big tech collude i'm sorry i'm just waking up i gotta be out of the house so i'm rushing to get this out but i've been just giddy to talk about this i've been having storms coming through so you know excuses excuses power issues and more excuses but you know i'm back in this biatch but i've been just biting at the bit to talk about this because this is exactly what you, you know, right now, there's a group of people who are angry about it. I'm not going to sit and be like, well, the left said you know what you probably be doing, but it is a private business. It can do what it wants. And absolutely so. I just find it funny. You're not, you're not going to have political alignment, right? So look, we're looking at a landscape right now where, it, let's say everything goes through the way it looks like. Trump already got true social. He says he's going to stay there and build that up. Dude, I just got an update, and I don't know what the updates are. The app looks exactly the fucking same. Um, I'm going to assume the updates I keep getting on true social are Trump continually, uh, continuing to kind of uh, bow to Google TOS to keep his app on the App Store. Which, let's face it, that's how it's reported. That's how they've talked about it. They had to. They didn't go into specifics of it, but I can imagine they had to curb what can and cannot be posted or talked about on the social media platform. So essentially, it's going to be a. It seems like it's going to be a Republican Twitter, but I'm on it. I, I like it. I'm not a fan of the echo chambers, but True Social is kind of fun, and it's not really an echo chamber. You know, I end up finding a, a decent amount of people on the left on there. I used to find people, a couple people on the left on Parlor, but Parlor was a lot more of an echo chamber for sure. But anyway. So you're going to have Trump with his true social. You're going to have Kanye with his version of Parler, whatever he does with it. And then you're going to have Elon Musk's Twitter. Elon, by all means, is a classical liberal. Uh, in the sense that he talks about how he loves freedom and free speech while he's also in bed with the Communist Party. I mean, can you get any more traditional liberal than that? Bro, back in the 60s, right there, bam. Then... You got Trump, who's this populist conservative, you know, guy, and he's going to have his conservative social media platform. Twitter is probably going to maintain some essence of a liberal social media platform. And then Kanye. What? I don't know what the fuck Kanye's going to do with his platform, bro. It's going to be wild, and I'm going to be here for it. But, but, in the last 48 hours, Kanye has absolutely turned everything up on its fucking head because he did that interview What's it called? Uh, the drink, drinking champs, drink champs uh, podcast, and he goes into a lot of things. And now, I'm putting together as many clips as I can. They took it down. You can find it on on Google, but I want to have my own like collection of it. And by collecting clips, I mean I'm just downloading them off this uh, thread I found on GIF. Pretty much the only interesting thread on GIF right now, to be fair, but. I'm not going to keep talking. I'm going to poke the beast, and I don't want to fucking deal with it. So, I'm just trying to get everything I can. I'm going to put together and upload it. But, he's, uh, people are saying that Kanye went anti-Semitic. I'm going to counter with that and say he went black Hebrew Israelite. It's not anti-Semitic. It's 
different. I don't exactly know the specifics of it, but uh, a good source for that would be someone like Hotep uh, and people affiliated with like the Hotep Nation circle. Uh, I, I know it's not Hotep, but Hotep Jesus does discuss various other beliefs more than Hotep. So he, you know, he takes a pretty level head approach at it. He can explain it far better than I can. But everything I'm hearing, it, it's not anti-Semitism. Because he, he makes a point of calling out specifically Zionist Jews. He repeats that in this interview. Zionist Jew. This is a weird way to start. Uh, <laughs> this is a weird way to start the show, but oh well. Um, anyway, Kanye just emphasizes the point, Zionist Jew, over and over and over, when he says stuff. And then he talks about how black people are the real Jews, how he's a real Jew. And I'm like, yeah, that's not, that's not, he, he's not saying, fuck this group of, well, well, no, never mind, he did say fuck that whole group of people, I take that back, but, um... Yeah, it's a real fun. It's a funny interview. I posted a GIF of two people covering their mouths in horror, and this guy behind them smiling, labeled 4chan, just because I was on this thread. It's been going on for like a day and a half, and dude, all the conversations are fucking hilarious. Oh my god, just been hanging out in the thread for the last day and a half. It's been fucking fantastic. I got a bookmarked on my computer. Oh, dude. Brings a big old grin to my fucking face. But that's enough of a, of a, of a rant. I'm going to assume the article we're going to read is, is going to bring it up. I already have it pulled up right here. But as always, we start over here on Ground News. Kanye West to buy social media app Parler. Controversial. Uh, okay. Controversial social media networking site Parler says it is being acquired by Kanye West. The platform, a favorite among American conservatives, made the announcement in a press release Monday. Parler was created in September 2018 as a free speech alternative to apps like Twitter and Facebook. The app's founding investor, uh, Rebecca Mercer, a Trump supporter and major Republican donor, Parler, uh, Parler has has... Okay, cool. See, I, I delayed there because I'm like, has, I, I, I gotta be fucking up, right? Like, that's not what it says. No, that is actually entirely what it says. Typo right there on the very beginning. Hey, it's early in the morning for more than just me. That's good to know. Let's see, where was I? Oh, yeah, the has, has. So, Parler has, has more than 1.5 million users terms of the deal were not disclosed so what you mean to say parlor has had more than 1.5 million users terms of the deal were not disclosed yeah well after the january 6 riots parlor had the plug pulled on it by amazon because they were on amazon servers uh and they got all network supports pulled ip were ips were blocked it was a whole thing also on a side note when parlor sent out an email saying hey dear all parlor users you know, we've fucking sold, we're selling to Kanye. And they just forwarded it out. Technically speaking, I have people like Kanye West and Donald Trump's email. If I wanted to have it, I have it. Like, all these, like, high-ranking political officials like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I just have their private emails now. Because they send it to everybody who has a parlor account. 
I could do something with it. I'm not going to. It's just something I'm surprised they didn't uh, take into account. Real fucking rough start, dude. I'm just saying, that's a real bad fucking look. If privacy is a concern, <laughs> you definitely ain't showing me an example. So, yeah, that that was a little disconcerting. So, if you have a parlor account, you have my private email there, but good luck finding me. It's from my music-making days. So, fuck you. You're, not, you're never going to figure it out, fuckers. I'll watch some aspiring young mad lad is going to go and find it and be like, ha-ha, fuck you. Here's a... Long dong silver. Full frontal. Ugh. It's really that's a joke that's gonna seal my own demise. But the current owner for now of Parlor is Candace Owens. Now Candace Owens and Kanye West have been friends for a number of years. Everyone's acting like it's a new thing. It's really not. They've been friends since at least 2017. Is when I think I first saw them in this, in, at least in the same space together, and it was at a, a Black Summit. Now it's not the same uh, Black Summit where they had like Killer Mike, uh, was it Ti? I think it was Ti, Killer Mike, Candace Owens, and a few other people. I'm blanking on the names of right now, and they all debated uh, blacks in America and, and, and like the African Americans' place in America. It's a really interesting debate. Uh, I feel like, and this is my personal observation, I feel like now Killer Mike is a very talented guy, very talented. I'm not going to knock him now. Uh, I'm a bit younger than some of you older heads. I appreciate where y'all are coming from, but I know him from Run the Jewels. I know y'all know him from a couple other different groups. I respect that, but I know him from Run the Jewels predominantly. I think he's kind of a grifter. I I think he'll just, con- like, from what I've observed, like, he'll sit there and he'll be like, oh, yeah, I believe X, Y, and Z, and then he sits down with somebody else, and they're like, okay, well, why do you believe X, Y, and Z? He goes, oh, well, why don't you? And then they'll have an argument, or, well, how do I put this? It, I don't know, it's weird, because I probably shouldn't say because I don't have any examples on the top of my head, so it's probably just wasting time, but it, I feel like in situations where he'll receive any intellectual pushback, be it from, like, Candace Owens or anyone like that, he will start kind of malleable, make his views malleable to theirs. Whereas if he's somewhere with like Charlemagne, he's gonna bend his views more sharp towards Charlemagne, who is like you know I, I'd say your average run of the mill liberal black guy in America is probably Charlemagne. He's probably your average black guy who's a liberal in America. I don't know if that's a fair statement or not. I am uh not technically I'm not white. Uh, Irish aren't white. Not my not my rules. Not my rules. But the. I'm starting to sound like Kanye over here. Anyway, Kanye knows Candace Owens, right? Uh, so I imagine this was a pretty quick deal. And after, so when they pulled the plugs on Parlor originally after January 6th, it went down and it came back up in this very crippled form where it was a splash page. And it slowly built up a little bit more from there where you could post stuff again. But it never quite was the same. So Kanye taking over... I don't know what he's going to do with it, but whatever he does with it is going to be kind of wild. And how long? How long till someone buys fucking, uh, what's it called? MySpace. I have a MySpace, by the way. There is an, uh, there is an inside four walls MySpace. If you want to go follow me on MySpace. By the way, if you make a MySpace account now, Tom does not add you anymore. So, 
I don't know where Tom is, but someone should probably go check on him. Can you believe I've been talking for 13 minutes completely wasted all your time? Anyway, we're over here at the center, Billboard. High factuality rate for our article. Billboard News. Con Kanye Yay West. Yay! To buy conservative social media platform Parlor Billboard News. Now, here's the thing I don't like. It's not Parlor is not a conservative platform. It's kind of weird we're at a point where if you make a platform where people on the left and the right can come and talk and say whatever they want, you're considered a right-wing platform. What the fuck is wrong with the rot in our society? Like, this is some real, like, societal rot to the point where, oh, you want us to be able to say whatever we want freely and, and also be challenged freely on our opinions? Ew. Republican, conservative, fascist, ew. What the fuck? It, it makes no sense to me. Is it because the guy who runs it is married to Candace Owens? Is it because he's a conservative? The people who built the app may be conservative, but the app and the platform itself is not inherently conservative. Why don't you call it what it is? A freer speech platform. It's not a free speech platform. There's plenty of things you cannot say on all these platform sites. Like, for example, as, we, as I've shown before, my video explaining the various things that will never be allowed on a it, it, the podcast is still up on on uh, on Spotify and Anchor, but on all the video sites, other than BitChute, other than BitChute, I believe it went down to Rumble too, actually. But other than BitChute, the video where I go over things that you'll never be allowed to say or do on social on, on, on a social media platform or a video sharing site. Got that video taken down. Why? Because it proved my point. Now, I have a very small audience, so the point was proven to a very small sum. But still, the point was made. What the, what the, what the fuck? Hold, hold on. Hold on. What the fuck is that? Hmm. Sorry about that. Lightning with no thunder and snow with high winds. Weird weather combination at 11 a.m., but hey... It's Michigan, baby. It's going to do what it does until I get back on the road again. I can't, I can't wait to get back down south, man. I'm up here uh, sort of visiting for now. I cannot wait to get back down south. Warm up a little bit. Pardon me. But anyway, as I was saying, the site itself is not inherently conservative because it does not have a political bias one way or another. You can get on and say what you want for the most part. Now, you, you know... The, I'm not a free speech absolutist, surprisingly enough. I, I you know, if, if a site does be like, oh, well, we're going to have absolute free speech on here, I'm going to avoid that website at all costs because I don't want to be on it. I guess that's not fair for this 4chan, but 4chan, you, you got janitors, you know, jannies. That's what that's what the jannies are for the layman's like me, I guess, who uh, take down boards they don't like because, you know, daddy left them when they were young. And that soft spot never fully filled in. But <laughs> I remember the la I remember the only time I actually got mad at at, at the the board janitors was when the Hunter buy an iPhone thing was going on, and they were shutting down as many threads as quickly as they could. That pissed me off. I got mad about that. But anyway, it, it just kind of it, it's a weird phrasing thing they like to do it's not a conservative social media app that's just not a fair statement 
and especially if you're going to be considered a center platform. The real headline should be, Kanye West to buy freer speech social media platform Parler, or put it as Kanye West to buy conservative, or sorry, completely restart, Kanye West to buy, and you put in quotation, free speech alternative social media platform. That's the center take. This is a clear left slant headline. I don't need to be held up on it, though. Uh, Parliament Technology said it has struck an agreement in principle, meaning in theory, with the rapper turned fashion giant after rival social media site restricted at his access over comments deemed racist or hate speech. Yeah, again, Kanye West made a comment about Zionist Jews. Oh, we're going to find a different article. But he made a comment about Zionist Jews not being real Jews and him being a real Jew. He talked about how blacks were the real Jews. It's not... Hey, I'm gonna... This is... I'm not the right guy to convey this message in any way, but hey, I took a crack at it. And I didn't bash uh, Ben Shapiro, which... Oh, whoa. Can we get that? Can we get Kanye West versus Ben Shapiro? I want to watch that debate. You don't have the answers, Ben! Actually, that's fundamentally incorrect. I do, have, in fact, have the answers. It's not hypothetical. I actually have the answers. Who would not watch that? Have Joe Rog- Rog- Rogan moderate it? Tim Pool sitting next to him? That's a show, baby. All right. Let's find me an article. Oh, that's a Japanese one. Man. 18 hours... 18, 18, 18. Let's see, is going to be in English? It's a high factuality rating. I've never heard of it. Ooh, the Japanese sun. Hey, okay. Okay, we got an article right here. Uh, a moment of silence for my boy. Um, uh, oh, this is bad. Why am I blanking on his name right now? Uh, oh, uh, a moment of silence for Shinzo Abe. All right, Gucci, let's go. Kanye West to buy a conservative social media platform again with that. Well, I guess it's it is a a right leaning source. So, and Japan Japan is weirdly enough like culturally right leaning, but society's having a weird death spiral over there right now. Uh, Kanye West to buy a conservative social media platform, Parler. Maybe Parler was advertised as a conservative platform. I missed that. I don't think it was. I, I never caught that memo, but, you know, I, I that kind of platform is naturally going to draw people who are going to be silenced, and it currently in this modern zeitgeist happens to be people on the right. Now, if social media platform was around in the 90s, you would have absolutely seen, you know, Bush and the Bush administration go after... Big, you know, go after social media to shut down repul- shut down liberals the same way they're shutting down, the same way that the the government's colluding with things like Twitter. As you saw the Alex Berenson case, uh, you know, the government came down and told Twitter, "Hey, silence this guy." And Twitter said, "Okay," and they pulled the plug and shut the guy up. Uh, I, I think if social media was around the '90s, you would absolutely have seen the Bush administration do the exact same thing to to liberals. It's just the the pendulum swings back and forth, and right now the pendulum's very quickly, very rapidly, and very bluntly and brutally going back to the right. 
And just keep in mind, man, the power you use when the pendulum's on your side of the thing, when the ball's in your court, the power you use will be used against you later. So it's usually best to just remove powers. I'm just saying, it's a bit of advice. But let's hop into this, shall we? The rapper formerly known as Kanye West, they did the thing. Nice. All right. Is a f- is offering to buy right wing friendly social media? Okay, I like that. That okay? That is a fair center way of putting it. Right wing friendly, because that doesn't say it's a right wing app. It doesn't say this is built for Republicans. It's right wing friendly. I like that. That is a good phrasing. I like it. Picasso. I like it. Social media network Parler shortly after getting locked out of Twitter and Instagram for anti-Semitic posts. Again, I would argue they were black Hebrew Israelite posts, but okay. going Those saying I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on Jews is a little out there. Kanye West said that. <laughs> that, is some, that is something I would post in, like, shit posting. You know, um... <laughs> Kanye West should have uh, Ben Shapiro over in the studio and they make a mixtape together. Um, black Hebrew Israel, Hebrew Israelites in Israel, you know something like that. I'm not funny. The accusi- ac- uh, acquisition of Parler would give West, legally known as Yay, we control of a social media platform and a new outlet for his opinion with no gatekeeper. The question is, who will listen? Me. Me and pretty much everyone else. Are you shitting me? Who isn't going to fucking listen? Are you shitting me? Bro, I remember when Nicki Minaj was being attacked in the media for her comments about the vaccine. Everyone was like, who would take her serious? Hmm... Y'all act like motherfuckers did not show up to the CDC in Georgia protesting. And they turned up for a few days straight, bro. There was protest in D.C. with Nicki Minaj fans. Not prompted, nothing. They just organized on their own and went and did this. Like, I don't know. Uh, People will fucking listen. These guys have a crowd. They have a fucking audience if you like to admit it or fucking not. And I'm part of it, bro. I love Kanye. Like, I don't love Kanye, but I fuck with Kanye. Like, Kanye is for the people, and I'm absolutely down to see whatever he does. Like, I'm here for the ride. And for the most part, I mean, it's a little complicated, but you have a lot. Okay. Oh, okay. We're laying up into the show. All right. So I'm going to do this real quick, right? So there was a lot of Jewish Nazis who were brought over after after World War II through Operation Paperclip for their medical research or cultural contributions to Germany to bring that here. And they were given new identities and a lot of wealth, and they were given entirely new setups and everything. And they ended up taking over things like certain media companies and outlets. Oh, God, this is going to sound rough for people who don't know about it. You can look it up. For example, Arnold Schwarzenegger's family were Nazis. His dad and grandfather were Nazis. You can look this up. This isn't something I'm pulling out, out of my arse. This is just anecdotal, but just look real quick. Fact check. Was Arnold Schwarzenegger's dad a a Nazi sergeant? He said, uh, there is a virus here that kills people, and the only way to prevent it is to get vaccinated, get masks, do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, 
and not just to think about it. Well, my freedoms is kind of being disturbed here. No, screw your freedoms. Fact check, Arnold Schwarzenegger's father, Gustav, was indeed a Nazi. Oh, shit. And so was his fucking grandfather. And by the way, they were Jewish Nazis who were fucking voluntarily Nazis. It wasn't like, a, oh, we were forced by Hitler to be... No, they chose to. Why? Because they were like, oh, well, you know, look, okay... I have a couple people in my audience who I know are real hardcore Catholic, right? A lot of the Jewish people in Germany leading up to World War II felt about a lot of Jews in Germany the same way the average like Orthodox Christian feels about a progressive Christian or the way an Orthodox Catholic feels about progressive Christianity. They felt like, oh, this, these people aren't actually Jewish. They lost their way. God, this is a sticky subject, but Kanye West put me here. Um, anyway, looking at Operation Paperclip, I'm working on putting together a thing for it and a remake of the Operation Mockingbird video. But yeah, um, a lot of a lot of Germans were brought over, given new identities in exchange for either their talents or their intelligent their talents or their intelligence or both to either enrich us in the space program, medical research, or performance. And through that, we also gave them a new identity. We gave them a lot of money, a lot of power and influence. They took over media companies. It's not all, but it's a specific group of them. And through the virtue of all coming over here as a group of fucking Nazis who were brought here on Operation Paperclip, they all know each other. It's a very interlinked, closely tied, various collection of Jewish families who happened to have been Nazis who chose to be Nazis. And they weren't all Jewish, mind you. But they all just happened to be part of like the same group of people who came over here on Operation Paperclip, but just a lot of them happened to be Jewish. This is a really icky topic. But it... Ugh. Let's just wrap this... Let's just move on. This is a really ugh topic. And... I have to catch up on a lot. I knew a lot more about this shit a couple years back. And a handful of things I did, I thought was absolutely certain, ended up getting debunked later on in life. And parts of it that I thought were so crazy couldn't be true ended up getting confirmed later on. So I have to go and check up on this, see where the progress is on, on this conspiracy theory. And I'll report back, maybe. Uh, ugh, ugh, I feel icky and uncomfy now. Anyway, the acquisition of Parler would give a gatekeeper who will listen, even among a new, even among the new breed of largely right-wing, far-right, and libertarian social apps that purport to support free speech by having looser rules and moderation. Parler's user base is tiny, and with competition only increasing for the relatively small swath of mostly older people. Who want to discuss politics online. That's not true. It's not mostly older people. It's not. Uh, So Andrew Breitbart. Is the source of an old quote. That says politics is downstream from culture. Right. That's Andrew Breitbart. He, He said politics is downstream from culture. It has now all mixed together. There are people like AOC. And Mark Taylor Green. Who play the Twitter game. They play that snap back politician shit 
and they do things for social media clout. They play the game. Trump does the exact same thing. And for a man of Trump's age, he does the social media thing exceptionally well. Like, it's very impressive. Also, again, it's just not older. It's not just older people. It's a lot of people. There's young activists. There's, And in the internet area, it's so easy to be an armchair activist. A lot of people do it. You know, so... I mean, I guess in some way I am an armchair activist myself, but I, I have, I go on the ground quite frequently, not as frequently as a lot of other people, but, you know, to which my budget will uh, allow me to, I'm on the ground as much as I can. Um, but this just is, that's just, I'm sorry, that's a factually inaccurate statement. And if you look at it like this, right, there's already, what, they said around 1.5 million users on Parler. When it went down, or there, or sorry, there's 1.5 million users currently on Parler. All right, that's fine. That's already there. Most, I guarantee you, most of the people there are just vaguely aware of Kanye. Kanye, Kanye has millions, millions of loyal, dedicated, yay fans who love his shoes, his brand, his philosophy, his worldview. And with Kanye, it's not just all of that. It's also the come-up story. Kanye got that fucking come-up story. Scrappy kid, rough background, fucking by himself, fighting the whole... Kanye got a whole fucking story to him. Same thing with Mac Miller. It's one of the things that also made people love Mac Miller. Mac Miller was that, you know, rough background, white kid from the fucking ghetto... Or at least, to my understanding, maybe he's one of those fucking plants. I don't, I don't know. I, I know the industry does concoct and sell a whole package deal. Like Tupac was a bought and paid industry setup, kind of a industry plant thing. I found that out later on. I was like, damn, damn, I bought the image. But either way, I'm, I'm a billion miles off the point. Here, let's go. Even among the new breed of largely right wing, far right libertarian social media apps, report free speech lists or rules. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not a free speech absolutist because I, I, I would not allow things like doxing or uh, leaking, like anything like leak, hashtag leaked, like regarding like an NSFW topic, not news related, would be moderated. You know, just, just certain things that, like, again, uh, on the debate stage or in, in like one on one discussion, I'm a free speech absolutist for the most part, but. I don't think there should be any government law forcing it. If an independent company must build guidelines, these are the guidelines I think a company should have. You know, nothing that harms or endangers a child or animals or the elderly. That also includes things like doxing, as I already previously stated. Like, there's certain things I, I, I think there needs to be a solid no enforced against. But... That's just me. Uh, I know some people would argue against that. Because, you, again, uh, in a completely free speech, you'd be able to post all things. Every sick and depraved, gory, or inhumane, sickening thing you can imagine. If we, do, if we did have the full free speech society, that would be on these social media platforms for people to talk about. Anything you can imagine. Even the shit Chris Hansen got famous for stopping. But that, but we don't want that shit, and we have to be willing to admit to ourselves that that is us putting a curb on free speech. It's a fucked argument, I know, but it is a. Uh, this whole episode is just fucking icky, dude. Ugh. 
bottom line is censorship is good on social media platforms. There will never be any, anything as a free speech platform. There's plenty of things not even allowed on 4chan. Right? And if we live in a free speech society, there would be no limit on what could be posted on these platforms. But because we have morals, our morals also go in tandem with the laws established. So we can be like, yes, yes, we believe this, but not to this extent. Because past this extent, people get hurt. Damage is done. Things get fucked up. That's just a fact of life. You know? And I just... We need to ditch the the free speech thing because it's just false advertising, I guess, is, is, is essentially my argument. Because you'll never be able to have a free speech platform. And the first social media app that emits that out loud openly, I, I immediately take them at their face value. Facebook is one of them. They're like, yeah, we don't allow most of this shit. We also don't allow this political opinion, that political opinion, this political opinion, or that political opinion. Zuckerberg doesn't. Zuckerberg will occasionally do the whole, oh well, you know, we don't curb that or monitor that. But but also at the same time in other interviews, he'd be like, oh yeah, we we curb that shit. Fuck that. I had meetings with Trump where we 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 talk about things we wouldn't want on the platform. Real things, no, like for for fucking real. Uh, Zuckerberg and Trump were having dinner together. Const- we're having dinner together often. Okay, so correction. I thought it was multiple. It seems like it was only one dinner they had together, but either way, they had a secret dinner and they discussed things that they didn't. They were concerned about being talked about on social media platforms and things that should be censored. It was a secret behind closed door meeting. All these articles will be in the description below. I'll probably throw some extra articles in there too, just to add some context for some of the stuff I said, because again. I'm not trying to go deep into any of these, like... Because there's a lot of esoteric shit that goes into some of the more religious sides of the argument. And I only have a very loose, faint grip on the religious side of the argument here. For Jewish and black Hebrew Israelite stuff. But, again, uh, going full circle right back to Kanye. I I don't believe there's any anti-Semitism going on currently right here. And, you know, this is what happens. You kick Kanye West off of all your social media platforms. He's not someone who's just going to fucking slunk away and be forgotten. No, he's Kanye West. This is Mr. Bush doesn't care about black people. And he was completely fucking right, by the way. This is such a weird, weird episode. <clears throat> Even among a new brain line purple speech... Uh, Parler's user base is tiny, with competition increasing relatively small swath of mostly old people who want to discuss politics online. There is no clear roadmap to growing it beyond a niche platform chasing crumbs left by mainstream social media. Bullshit. Uh, you can bring over a lot of things like, well, for example, what fucking Twitter or uh, what MySpace had, where you can customize your own fucking webpage. You, you know, there's a bunch of things you could do that no other social media platform is doing because they all want to be uniform. Don't be uniform. Be the complete antithesis of uniform. Let people be crazy, chaotic, and personalized and open source. Like, you will grow wildly if you do that. If you go open source with that fucker, you will blow the top off of it and outcompete everybody. That's the thing. It's the uniformity and the closed-door nature of a lot of these social media platforms. That makes people like, uh. But if Kanye was like, oh, it's for the people, overturns it, Bring opens up the code to the public, 
and lets people like download, change fonts, and sprites, like old MySpace shit, GeoCity type stuff. It would grow crazy. Like you'd have music on on your page and shit. If Tesla CEO Elon Musk goes through with his planned purchase of Twitter, things may get even more complicated for Parler. That's because Musk has already made it clear he would like to loosen Twitter's rules on content moderation efforts. Efforts. Bit my tongue mid-word there. Including reinstating the account of former President Donald Trump and Alex Jones, Milo Yiannopoulos, uh, Laura Loomer, and a ton of other people. Also, it's weird how many people, like, faked that they got banned or were kicked off. Like, they're like, oh, thanks to Elon Musk, I'm back on Twitter. And it's like, you were posting, like, two weeks ago. Did you just get, like, a ban and your ban was lifted around the time that Elon Musk announced this? So you just thanked him? It was weird. Anyway, that's because Musk has already made it clear he would like to loosen Twitter's rules on content moderation efforts, including reinstating the account of former President Donald Trump. If libertarian and far-right users who left Twitter, either because they felt it was constricting to their political views or because they were kicked off return, sites like Parler, Gab, and Trump's True Social could end up losing users. Absolutely. Uh, But there's also the other possibility we're not thinking about where they just wildly compete with each other. (laughs) I don't think Kanye is going to let himself lose to, to Elon Musk without a fight. And he's going to try and outbid, outdevelop, and outcompete. And he's going to find ways to try and do it. You know, uh, again, this is capitalism. These are people competing with each other to try and grow a social media platform to own the town square. And for a while, man, hey, people use, look, take yourself back to 2016, right? You're, it's 2016. Your average person has, like, four social media platforms they use. There's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's Facebook, and Insta... Uh, did I ever say Instagram? Instagram, Facebook, Twitter... Uh, what's the fourth one? Let's see, there's a fourth one. Um, what, why am I blanking on it? Uh, oh god, I, I can see it in my fucking head, but I'm... Anyway, so, uh, 4chan. Now... <laughs> We still don't know who that is, by the way. Anyway. People have no problem using multiple social media platforms because these social media platforms, Instagram offers something different than Facebook. Facebook offers something different than Twitter. Twitter offers something different than both of them. And they're all constantly adding and changing things to compete with one another. You'll probably see something similar happen here because people like Elon Musk, people like Donald Trump, and people like Twitter people like supporting them and not only that in this culture and in this climate these are political signifiers what platform are you on oh you got truth oh you're not on truth oh okay all right oh oh you're on you're on getter oh okay okay chicom shit like that you know and on the right people like not just me but other people like I, i i know people on the right who casually just use multiple social media apps They'll post on Getter, they'll post on Gab, and they'll post on Truth. They have no problem operating all these social media apps together. They may spend more time on one over the other, for sure, but I think these two will maintain apps, especially with someone like Kanye West. Now, Trump, on on a selling level, and on an engagement level, and uh, pulling the youth in, 
will not be able to compete with Elon Musk or or Kanye. Let's face it. If Kanye takes over Parler and launches it, and the deal with Twitter closes out, Trump's going to be knocked out of the equation kind of quickly on this front. Now, the thing that keeps Trump in business, social media-wise, is his post and who he is. Trump can sell Trump. That's about it. Trump doesn't sell to everybody anymore. It's not the 80s. You know, Trump sells to me. I enjoy his post. I think his feed can be kind of funny occasionally. And he's good at name-calling. What can I say? I like mean tweets or mean truths. Is that why he, is that why he call it this? So he can be like, I post mean truths. <laughs> Jeep gas and mean truths. But I have no problem, you know, using either of these fucking platforms. I completely uh, pause the recording for two seconds because my headphones got unplugged and I lost my train of thought. But, oh well. Did it? Oh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Trump just can't, I don't think, like, on a development level or, like, a thinking outside the box level. Because Trump can think outside the box when it comes to making, like, business deals and sales and negotiations and stuff. But when it comes to, like, running a social media company, I don't think Trump is going to reach the, be able to compete to reach, like, the youth vote and the main demographic the same way Elon Musk and Kanye can. Because they got their thumbs on that pulse. Kanye got his fucking group of heads. Kanye's got, or and uh, Elon's got his fans and his libertarian fans and whatnot and his Chinese communist fans, and Trump's got his boomers and his you know populist and alt right and whatnot with him and you know different offshoots of republicanism with him. They're all going to offer something different and compete with one another. I just think the main competition at this point, if the deal go through with Twitter and Parler, will be Elon Musk versus versus Kanye. And if it does become a more serious thing, it will at least be a fun thing while it lasts. Okay, Parliament Technologies, which owns Parler and West, said Monday the acquisition should be complete in the fourth quarter, but the price and other details were not disclosed. Parliament Technologies said the agreement includes the use of private cloud service via Parliament's private cloud and data center infrastructure. Parliament uh, Parler restructured its business last month to form Parliament Technologies, which it said aims to become the, quote, world premier free speech technology infrastructure and platform. This means that rather than running a single platform such as Parler, the company wants to provide services to other niche sites that are often deemed too extreme for mainstream tech companies to support. The Parliament spokesperson said the deal with, uh, sorry, the deal with West <coughs> was not yet in the works when the company was restructured and the two transactions are separate. Ye was blocked from posting on Twitter and Instagram a week ago over anti-Semitic posts that the social network said violated their policies. In one post on Twitter, Ye said uh, he would soon go DEATHCON 3 on the Jewish people. Which, again, I, I, there is no defense of that one. It, I guess the only defense I can extend is he did say, I'm pretty tired when I post this. That, that's just a real rough tweet. According to Internet Archive Records, making an apparent reference to the U.S. Defense Readiness Condition Scale, known as DEFCON. 
Ye has also suggested slavery was a choice and called COVID-19 vaccine, quote, the mark of the beast earlier this month. Look, uh, there's a lot of nuances to, to what he said with the whole slavery being a choice thing. And I think it's already running long as hell as it is. Um, then I can't really speak for Kanye. Just go back and watch the whole TMZ thing yourself. And watch his response to it. Take away what you said. Um, but yeah, the Mark of the Beast thing—that's in the same same vein as like when homies like uh, or you know anyone's like fucking you know oh I'm pure blood versus mug blood. It's just pro or or anti-vax thing. But when I say anti-vax, it's context for people. I mean exclusively the COVID vaccine. Not all vaccines, so some people watch my stuff are against all. I just remind myself I need to get my tennis shot. <clears throat> yeah, I suggested slavery was a choice and that COVID vaccine was the mark of the beast. Earlier this month, he was criticized for wearing a White Lives Matter t-shirt to his collection at Paris Fashion Week. Quote, in a world where conservative opinion are considered to be controversial, we have to make sure we have the right to freely express ourselves. Ye said in a prepared statement, Parler has struggled amid competition from other conservative-friendly platforms like True Social, which are tiny as well, tiny as well compared with mainstream social media sites. Parler had an average of 725,000 monthly active users in the US for the first half of for the first half of this year according to data.ai which tracks m- mobile app usage that's down from 5.2 million in the first half of 2021 overall including people outside the US pe- uh, Parler still failed to reach the 1 million mark in the first half of the year, of this year, which is probably why Ye was like, oh, I can snatch this up dirt cheap. True Social, meanwhile, had 2.4 million monthly users during the same period, despite launching just in February and only on Apple devices, according to Dad.ai. Yeah, I thought it was so weird they launched on Apple, like a super, like, hostile towards conservative company. The market research firm said another right-leaning platform, Getter, which launched in July 2021, is ahead of both Parler and True Social, with about 3.8 million monthly active users, me included. None of them come close to Twitter, which report... Ah, bots. Keep that in mind. None of them come close to Twitter, which report that it had a daily average of... 237.8 237.8 million active users during its month most recent quarter. Many of the right-wing platforms uh, emerged from opposition to the content moderation restrictions at mainstream services such as Twitter and Facebook, but they have failed to attract users in large numbers. Part Well, if you can have a niche audience that's active regularly, they can keep the lights on. Part of the reason may be most people don't actually want to discuss politics online. According to to the Pew Research Center, one-third of tweets sent in U.S. are political in nature, but these are mainly sent by a small subset of mostly older people, 
while Americans ages 50 and older make up 24% of the U.S. adult Twitter population. They produce nearly 80% of all political tweets, according to Pew. This is the audience Ye's parlor would have to be courting if the rapper is serious about growing parlor's user base. No, why, 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 why is that? Why? Why is that the people he has to court? I mean, he, he's just going to, if he just keeps his views and keeps doing what he's doing, he's going to have them there anyway. But why does he necessarily have to keep targeting that people, that person? It's a small platform. Even if it still had like the one point, what, the 1.5 million they said they had at one point. Even if they had that still, it's a small platform compared to literally every other platform. Kanye can do so much with it. We forget Kanye had a hand in Title's development. Now, Title crashed and burned, but it wasn't because of Kanye's involvement. And because of Kanye's involvement, you had half the music on it you did. And it had a pretty solid playlist of music on it. Now, some exclusives. It's a different story. I was... uh... I know somebody who had who had title when it was a thing. It might still be a thing, I think. But anyway, Kanye can do so much with this. He can reach, but look, if Black Twitter leaves Twitter, Twitter is fucked, fucking donezo. Plus, most of Twitter's users are probably bots, allegedly at this point. Let's see. None of them. Come close to Twitter, which reported already all that. Part of that reason, maybe most people don't actually want to discuss. I already read that. Let's see. U.S. adult Twitter population. Parlor launched in August 2018, but it didn't start picking up steam until 2020. It was kicked offline in January 2021 over its ties to the deadly insurrection at the U.S. Capitol earlier that month. A month after the attack, Parler announced a relaunch. It returned to Google Play last month. Quote, this deal will change the world and change the way the world thinks about free speech. Parliament Technologies CEO George Former who is married to conservative activist Candace Owens, said in a prepared statement. Now, I'm going to do a, a much bigger episode about this, but that's bullshit. Parler barely had any connections to January 6th, if any at all. They found none. But you want to know what they did find? In fact, something I've said multiple times on this show, at least when you talk about January 6th, is if Parler never existed, January 6th still would have happened. But that's not my original take. Oh, friend, let's go back to an old article here from Salon. Liberal left Salon. Despite parlor backlash, Facebook played huge role in fueling capital riot, watchdogs say. Deadly capital raid would still have happened without parlor. Um, without parlor, says Media Matters Head, but not without Facebook. Uh oh, what the hell? Hmm, that was interesting. Alright, well, we seem to be back up and running. This article. Oh, what the hell? Um, this article is by Igor uh, Dersh. Uh, I'm just gonna put it in the description below. It seems to be having issues. But, yeah, long story short. They found they found people. They didn't find anyone. Pl- they found next to nobody planning. Of all the people arrested January sixth, they found less than what was it, less than twenty five percent of them 
were people who had talked about going to the building beforehand. But of that 25%, some 23% were active on Facebook, not on Parler. They didn't even have Parler accounts. Well, that went down. All right, well, I'm... See, this is what I mean. We have, like, a power flicker, and everything goes down for a while. The the, the power went out for a second. The, the lights flickered here, but the, the computer kept going. The router probably got screwed with, so... I'm going to wrap this episode up here, and I'll probably upload it late. It's Tuesday, 12, 12 p.m., October 18th, 2022. Uh, if this goes up any later than 2... It's because of technical difficulties. So I'll catch you guys later. All right. Deuce.